This is the Sue Freeze Show, the pursuit of passion, purpose, and connection. Now, here's Sue Freeze. Thank you so much for joining the Sue Freeze Show today, and I am just so grateful and so humble to be with you today. Sometimes in my life, and probably yours too, do you ever ask yourself the question, is God really there? Is he on your side? And the answer is yes, he is. And so I could tell you so many personal stories where I questioned or I just didn't feel his presence. I just didn't feel that he was making himself known to me. And so I felt like I was kind of all alone. I was praying and I'm thinking and I'm resting and and trying to be calm and not anxious. And then something happens. If we're aware, if we pay attention, because we know God's promise that if you ask, you shall receive. We know that, right? I mean, that's in his word. It's a promise of his. But sometimes it takes a while. And I don't know about you, but sometimes I can be impatient. And I don't want to learn patience in the sense of being tested on patience, because when you pray for something and you're wanting something to be changed, you get tested in that market, if you know what I'm saying. So I'm just going to say that I am working on patience on a day-to-day basis. I am getting better. I have to say I'm getting better. So I'm going to, you know, kind of go through this um, article on God is on your side by Jill Briscoe. And here's how it goes. And Alicia prayed, oh, Lord, open his eyes so he may see. Then the Lord opened the servant's eyes, and he looked and saw the hills of full of horses and chariots of fire all around Elisha. That's 2 Kings 6.17. Are you ever greeted in the morning with a situation where you feel, again, like you're facing unbelievable odds? <laughs> I know I do quite often, actually. Do you feel surrounded by unfriendly faces? Yes. Perhaps you, too, have cried out, Lord, what will I do now? Christ, who is captain of the Lord's host, encamps those who fear him. Sometimes the captain commands those unseen hosts to intervene, as in Elijah's case, and a miracle of deliverance takes place. At other times, in God's infinite wisdom, the heavenly host is restrained. But it's still a comfort to know that they are there. We can learn to see God's resources for ourselves through faith and revelation. Reading the word of God helps us when we are overcome with fear. We learned that many people who served God were frightened. Elijah's servant was frightened when he saw the Armenian army. Joshua must have been frightened when Moses died and he had to take over. David must have been frightened when Saul was chasing him and all he could see was the human army. In each instant, God encouraged his servants and told them not to be afraid. Once God gives us courage, we can then become an Elijah for our friends and family. When they are frightened or worried, we can pray, O Lord, open their eyes and let them see. God is on our side and it will be all right. There's a song that just came to mind, Open the eyes of my heart, Lord, open the eyes of my heart. And we do need to open the eyes of our heart. 
it's such a great song and it just speaks so loudly to this whole scenario that's going on here. And I know firsthand, and I would bet if I was a betting person, which I'm not, but I would bet if I was a betting person, that everybody listening right now, everybody viewing me on LinkedIn, a new source today for me, that you would also nod your head and say, yeah, there are times when I just feel like this is more than I can handle, or I have no idea how I'm going to get through this situation. But you know what? We do, don't we? We get through this situation and the next situation. And what I say is that I am who I am, and I'm better because of what I've been through. I'm stronger because I know that I can, with the Lord's help and with the Lord's courage and the Lord's guidance. I can do all things. So everything we go through encourages us in a way because we thought we couldn't or we weren't going to make it through, right? Do you remember? Do you have something that comes to mind right now where you just felt like, man, I don't know how I'm going to get through this situation. I really don't know how. And you look up, you cry, you scream, you get on your knees. Or you just go, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. And then things just kind of work out. Things happen. And sometimes we don't understand it. And sometimes it could be you think done better or the way you thought it would go down, you think at the time it probably was a better way. And then you discover days, weeks, years later that the reason things happened the way they did is because of whatever you're going through now. I know that's like fast forward. You're going back and then you're going fast forward in a story. But it's true. I'm wiser now because I'm older now. And I'm thankful for my wisdom. And I'm still learning and God's not done with me yet. And I'm so thankful for that. But in my wisdom of going through trials and tribulations, I understand that this too shall pass. And tomorrow is a new day. And the sun comes up new every morning. And if we can just hold on. For another day, those of you that are feeling like giving up right now, don't. Those of you that feel like ending it all because there's no reason to continue, that's a lie. It's a lie. Don't listen to that because the sun comes up new every morning. Tomorrow's a new day. Let's just get through this minute. Let's get through this hour. Let's get through this day because today brings all new things. And his promises are real. And yeah, you might be having the worst day of your life. You might be having the worst year of your life. But you know what happens after big storms? When it's cloudy and rainy and cold and, oh, what, co- what comes next? The sun comes out. The rainbows show up. Everything's clean and fresh. And flowers bloom and bugs It's good for our business. Bugs come out, and it's a new day. So hang in there. Just one more moment, one more step. Hang in there. Somebody needed to hear that. God bless you, and the Lord loves you. Rick Warren says, For God is working in you, giving you the desire and the power to do what pleases him. That's not Rick Warren. That's Philippians 2.13. But this is something from Rick Warren. No matter what you're going to face this next week, you're not going to face it alone. God is with you. He is in you. And he is for you. Philippians 2.13 says, 
for God is working in you, giving you the desire and power to do what pleases him. That's a little different than what pleases you, isn't it? We, we work towards having it be the same, but not always is it. So we have to be thinking about uh, what we do and how it glorifies him, not us. God is working in you. The word working in Greek is the word energos, from which we get the word energy. God is the energy driver in your life. You're not just going on willpower. You're not just going on your own power. God says he will give you the power you need, no matter what you're facing. Not only is he in you, he's with you. The Bible says, I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you on that day. You will realize that I am in my father and you are in me and I am in you. John fourteen eighteen and 20. That's quite a promise. The Bible says Christ is in you. The Bible says you're hid with Christ in God. And the Bible says you're sealed with the Holy Spirit. That means for the devil to get to you, he's got to get through the Trinity. That's a pretty good protection. That is a great fear reliever. Not only is God with you and in you, God is also for you. Romans 8.31 says, if God is for us, no one can defeat us. I'm going to say that again because I don't know about you, but I need to hear that because sometimes things come at us and maybe in more than one arena or direction. And I've heard in the past that you can't fight a two-part war. What if you have four different things coming at you all at once? And you're wondering, okay, where do you put your full armor of God on? You know, where's your shield going and where's the darts coming? And, you know, are you going to be able to protect all sides of what's happening right now? And that's a tall call, isn't it? It's, it's really, really a tough situation. But here we go again. I'm going to remind you of this scripture, Romans 8.31. If God is for us, no one can defeat us. Did you get that? The Bible says we can trust God to treat us with goodness and mercy. Because of his goodness, God gives us things we don't deserve, such as forgiveness and salvation. Thank God for that. Because of his mercy, God doesn't give us things we do deserve. For instance, because we've sinned, we deserve to go to hell. But through the blood of Jesus Christ, God doesn't give us what we deserve. Do you ever feel the smile of God in your life? I do. Oh, boy. If you don't, you don't really know God. Some people think God is like the angry parent who's mad at them all the time. No, God is for you. Did you hear that? He's not the angry parent. He created you for a specific purpose, and he really wants you to complete his work. And if we, you and me and I, get tied up in the day-to-day and all of this frustration and all this anxiety and all this fear, it's going to cripple us to do the good work of God. So what do we do? We have to believe what he says. We have to read his scriptures. We have to read his words. Let it get really deep in our hearts, our souls, and our minds. Let the emotions take over in the good way to say that we are protected. I pray, and I've been praying, and I've got Things coming at me because, you know, when you do good for God, the devil doesn't like it. You know that, right? 
So if you're going through trials and tribulations, it could be that you've got something really big coming. And so you've got to, you know, press on towards the mark to win the prize. Just stay the course. Totally stay the course. Don't get off of the course that God has created and sent you to do. But praying differently, I've been praying differently, and I used to pray like this, and then I got away from it about asking for the anointing of the Holy Spirit to guide your every word. I pray for me to be the light in the darkness. I do pray for that. But lately, I need more strength. I need more power in the prayer. And so you find those words that empower, that gives you the strength to give you that courage that you need. And it's not liquid courage that comes in a bottle. It's quite different. There is nothing like the courage I'm talking about where you have your faith in the Heavenly Father, and he will guide your path. God is for you. If you want to be happy, you need to get up every morning and say, God, thank you that you're going to be with me today. You're going to be in me today, and you're going to be for me today. Isn't that great news? If God is with you and God is in you and God is for you, what in the world are you doing being depressed? What do we do if we're not going to be depressed? What do we do? We talk it over. How do you think God wants you to assess his power that is available to you? When do you doubt God's presence the most? These are tough questions. I mean, I'd like to just take a breath and let you think about it. Maybe you need to write it down. Uh, If you listen to the podcast, you can play it back and listen again and write it down. But I think these are really good questions for you. Ask God for faith to see him at work in your life. That is such a good request. It's a great request. Because sometimes I think a lot of people miss when he shows up. Because he's in the smallest of details. The smallest of details. How will your perspective of a difficult situation change now that you know God is on your side? I know for me, there's less anxiety. There's less fear. I feel more protection and I have more courage. But how about you? What happens with you? If you're tuning in right now, I just want to say thank you so much for joining in the Sue Free Show. And uh, whether you're listening on KKLA in L.A. or Orange County, or KPRZ in San Diego. I'm going to be in San Diego. Uh, When this show is on, I'm going to be there. Let's see. Who else? Venturians uh, on KDAR, The Word, and KUHL up in Santa Maria area. Uh, Welcome to all of you. I really appreciate you listening to this show. I would love for you to connect with me by going to Sue Free, spelled like fries, one word, dot com. Go there and tell me what you're thinking if you need prayer. If you need resources, just let me know what it is you need, and I will do my best to help you. So remember when I said something about um, to ask God for faith to see him at work in your life. I'm going to tell you a little story that just happened this weekend. Uh, The ministry house that I've told many of you about that has been a a two-and-a-half-year renovation is now, as of October 1st, open. And I have two moms in there, and I have four children. Well, ever since October 1st, There's been a little bit of a propane leak, and we couldn't figure out what was happening. So I had to hire the propane company to come out and do their check. 
they had to close it off because they couldn't figure out where it was. So then these two moms and the kids were without hot water. I'm very upset about that. Um, So I had to hurry up and, and get this taken care of. Well, then we found out that it had something to do with the stove and that that because the stove is an electric stove, it needs a conversion kit, which I had no idea, because it's propane. And there's a different set of rules between gas and propane. So over the weekend, I'm thinking I'm either going to have to buy a new stove, which this stove was donated three years ago uh, by a lady that I met at a garage sale. Her name is Wendy. And... I ended up over the weekend giving Wendy a call. I haven't talked to Wendy since all this went down, and it's been so long. I scrolled through and found her phone number, and I gave her a call. I wasn't sure if she'd remember me or not. I called her, and I told her that the house was finally open and that, you know, there's four children there. She says, oh, that's so great, and I'm so excited. And I said, the reason we're calling is because I don't expect you to know what kind of stove that was that you gave me, but um, we're trying to figure out if there is a conversion kit available, and we don't know what style it is, and she didn't know. She couldn't help me there, but she said, look, if you need another one, just let me know. I'll get you another one. I am so happy to know that this finally happened, and I want to be more of a part of this. So she asked me the ages of the children, and I told her, and she says, oh, my gosh, I'm just cleaning up for my grandkids, and I have this beautiful swing, and I just know that the mother of a two-month-old, she always has this baby on her hip. And and they moved in. Everything was furnished. And she only had one trip of move-in. So I knew she didn't have a lot of things for the children. And so I went to Wendy's house, and she had three bags, toys for the boys and a swing for the baby. So I take these big bags over to the house. And even though I couldn't tell her she can shower and have hot water, I had a swing. I I bared gifts. (laughs) And so I came in like I felt like Santa Claus. Um, And I laid the bags down and the kids, the boys just went whoof because there were Legos in there and there was a tractor in there. And that was just they were having the best time with all of that. And she just her eyes got really big regarding the swing. And she was holding the baby again. And all of a sudden, we put the, I I had to figure out how to do this swing because it had separate plugs and all this stuff. And I thought, oh, boy, maybe it needs batteries. Come to find out, no, it's electrical. And we got it all working. Push the button, and it went on. And it has music, and it has this twirl mobile. And just, I mean, it is really an elaborate swing. And it doesn't go backwards and forwards. It goes sideways. I don't know which is better. My daughter being pregnant, I need to know these things. But I will figure that out as time goes on. But the swing is in perfect condition. And she immediately put that baby in that swing. And immediately, I mean, within seconds, that baby was out. She was asleep. And I'm thinking to myself, Well, the first time I met this lady was at a garage sale. I bought a microwave, and I told her what I was buying the microwave for. And she says, oh, honey, she goes, let me know when you're ready, and, uh, you know, I can help you with the other other appliances. And I said, okay. So I wrote her name down, and it took a little while for us to get the kitchen all set up and everything. And then I call her, and I've told the story before, but I know I have new, new listeners right now. And uh, I said, hi, Wendy, remember me? And remember that you said that, you know, I could call you when I'm ready for the other appliances or whatever. And she says, oh, yeah, darling. And, and she goes, well, what do you need? And I'm like, you don't know if you don't ask. 
ask and you shall receive. That's what the Lord says, right? So I say, well, I need a refrigerator. I need a stove. I need a dishwasher. I need a sink. I need a garbage disposal. And I know I'm missing. Oh, a refrigerator. And she goes, okay. What color do you want? Stainless steel or do you need white? And I, I'm glad I was sitting down because I really thought I was going to fall off my chair. Because really? She's going to donate all those appliances? I mean, I was so excited. I couldn't even stand it. And so that's what we did. And that was two and a half years ago. And here, circle back around two and a half, almost three years ago. And, you know, talking to her and she's all excited. And she goes, I'm a hairdresser. I can get shampoos and conditioners and I can get all kinds of um, baby uh, clothes. Tell me the sizes of the, the boys because we can get clothes for the kids. Oh, my goodness. I mean, she is just so excited about it. She, the joy is in the giving. And isn't that God? Isn't that just how God works? And it's blessing her and her friends, and it's blessing these moms uh, and the children. It's just such a great, great situation. And listen, I was told to not not be shy about asking for donations, and so I'm not going to be shy, and I don't normally do this. But you know what? This house... Um, I had to get a, a new propane situation. I had to get a conversion kit, and I had to have a plumber come over, and I had to have propane put in. So everything costs money, right? And these people need more things, and they don't have a whole lot of money to spend on rent. So this house is for these moms. If you know anybody that would like to be a part, if you know anybody that would like to take time or money, because they're both needed, uh, please contact me by going to Sue Freeze, spelt like fries, one word, dot com. Go there, connect with me, tell me what it is you'd like to do, how you would like to participate, and it's all welcome. So thank you so much in advance. It's D as in dog, S as in Sam, F as in Frank, Foundation. And that stands for Disciples Set Free. I love that. So that's the ministry house. I want to give you an update on my leg. In 2011, I was thrown off of a horse and I shattered, completely shattered my right leg. The, the tibia, the fibia, and everything else that's named in my leg, it was floating around inside the skin. And so uh, surgery for, I think it was eight hours, two surgeons, eight hours. They had to put a metal plate, 10 pins, drill holes through my bones to put me back together again. Wasn't sure if I was going to be able to walk. Wasn't sure if I was going to end up with a club foot. Wasn't sure. But our God is a mighty God. I'm so thankful for these surgeons to, you know, sacrifice all that time to get their license, to get trained, to know how to put me back together again. And uh, my surgeon, um, eight years later, my leg started hurting. I was dancing and my leg started hurting. And he said, let's go in and take the hardware out. So we will be back with more of the Sue Freeze Show right after this brief break. Hi, this is Sue Freeze, the termite lady from Ecola Termite and Pest Control. And I'm Tyson Freeze, Sue's son, and also work at Ecola. I understand why Ecola is Southern California's number one alternative pest control company. As a child with asthma, my mother made it her number one priority to protect me from harmful chemicals and contaminants. I wrote a book about it called Learning to Breathe, about a love without bounds and a fight I refuse to lose. I'll always be thankful for my mom's love and strength during this struggle, which essentially saved my life. I'm proud knowing my mother, Andy Cola, cares for our customers like my mom cared for me. 
As a special tribute to all the wonderful moms, now through the end of May, we are offering $100 off any termite work and $50 off pest control for new customers. Just call 877-332-BUGS for details. That's 877-332-BUGS. Or online at termitelady.com. Ecola, powerful termite and pest control. As gentle as a butterfly. Love you, Mom. A little rain, a little sun, and a house made of wood. Your house, a termite's paradise. Hi, this is Sue Freeze, the owner of Ecola Termite Services. And Sue, Ecola is California's leading termite and pest control company. This time of year, termites are looking for a home, and chances are they've already moved in to your home. Give them a little rain, a little sun, and they'll start swarming and nesting, raising kids, thousands of hungry kids. Ugh. E. coli will get rid of those unwelcome house guests quickly by using effective and family-friendly methods like microwave, electric gun, and the E. coli heat process that kills termites without the move-out hassle or embarrassment of tenning. I love that. Call us at 1-877-332-BUGS, 877-332-BUGS. New customers get $100 off. E. coli. Powerful termite and pest control. As gentle as a butterfly. Ask about E. coli's lifetime renewable warranty. 1-877-332-BUGS. You're listening to The Sue Freeze Show, the pursuit of passion, purpose, and connection. And here again is Sue Freeze. Thank you so much, E. coli Termite and Pest Control Services, for sponsoring this show. I'm just so thankful and grateful that Ecola can join in and, and be a sponsor. And if you would like to sponsor this show, I would love to talk with you. There's such a great opportunity here because if you're not sure you're on the fence, you're not sure if this is a good way to go, just let's talk and I'll explain how it works, what what the ins and outs are, because I've been doing it a long time and I would be happy to pay it forward and help you. And, you know, we can win-win each other because you would be helping me and Ecola. And I would be helping you. So it would work out really well. I love those win-wins. All right? And Learning to Breathe is a book that I wrote during when my leg was uh, mending, which was six months, uh, in a wheelchair and learning how to walk all over again. And that's a story for another day. But I wrote a book called Learning to Breathe. And it's a book on my journey with my son with asthma. And that whole uh, book is more than just a book on asthma. It starts each chapter with Bible verses and just things that have happened during a certain segment of my life that have taught me really great lessons and you know made made me who I am and just like you have stories we all have a story we have our stories that have created us to be who we are and whether we like it or not we are where we are it doesn't mean we have to stay there if you want change you can do that that's the beauty of having another day is that you can change you can make a change right now you can change the smallest of habits and it can change the whole outcome of your life one change one decision one choice can change the outcome uh, the ripple effect moving forward in your life and the lives that you um, affect. So just know that. So I learned how to walk all over again, wrote a book on learning to breathe. Um, the asthma situation is why I have such a passion for E. coli, termite, and pest control is because E. coli, termite, and pest control uses alternative treatments, non-chemical methods, along with traditional methods. And we, we listen to our customers. We, with them, decide what is the best method solution for each individual situation and then we take care of that we educate 
We let people know exactly what we're doing. We build the expectations to be accurate. We try to exceed those expectations, and we strive for excellence in anything and everything that we do. So I'm hoping that you call E. coli if you have any termite, pest control, insulation, rodent, bed bug uh, situations. I'm trying to think if there's anything else that I've missed. I don't think so. Pest control, termite, rodent exclusions, clean out of attics, insulation, bed bugs, all of those things we handle. And we cover from San Diego all the way up to Paso Robles. So I hope you give us a call. Second note is we are hiring. We only want the best. So if you're not the best, never mind. But if you are the best and you have a clean driving record and you have the greatest attitude, then we want to talk to you. So you can go to termitelady.com, pull down an application, fill it out in handwriting. Don't type it because I like to see your handwriting and your spelling, just saying. And you have to have a clean driving record if I did not say that already. Okay? So send that in and let us talk to you. And like I said, we've got offices up and down the coast. So no matter where you are, we should be able to facilitate. And if not, we'll figure something out. So give us a call. All right. So back to today's message. There are four things God wants you to remember when life is hard. And this is by Dave Willis. I'm not going to take credit for something I didn't write. Struggles in life are inevitable, right? But destruction is optional. Remembering these four principles can make all the difference. Are you ready? Do you have a pen in hand? Do you want to write? Are you going to remember? Well, we'll see. Number one, remember that your character should always be stronger than your circumstances. Oh, that's so good. What you do when no one's looking is who you really are. You know that, right? And your character, you know, when you get pressed to the limit, what comes out? I heard someone describe it like a cup of coffee. And you can pour your coffee up, you know, all the way to the brim and you take a walk. And what spills out? Coffee. Because you filled the cup with coffee. What are you filling your cup up with? What are you filling your mind up with? What comes out of your mouth? when it overflows is it words of encouragement is it edification or is it da, 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 da. which is it you know and you might be giggling and you might be feeling you know kind of oh gosh you got me there it's not me thank you holy spirit we can't always control what happens to us we can't can we but we can always control how we choose to respond In those moments, when I choose to stop complaining and instead give thanks to God for the good in my life, the parts that seem bad start to seem much less significant. Choose to keep a positive attitude and thankful heart regardless of what you're going through. Rejoice always. Pray continually. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. That's 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 through 18. I can say that. Try that three times. Say that three times fast. Rejoice always. Pray continually. Give thanks in all circumstances. Now ask yourself, do you do that? I'm asking myself, do I do that? Do I rejoice always? Do I pray without ceasing? Do I give thanks in all circumstances? Okay, well, that's a challenge for me. How about you? And I do. I do pretty well. But there's always room for better. There's always room for more. There's always room to improve. Because guess what? We're not perfect. And that's okay. Number two, remember that your struggle always leads to strength. Remember that your struggles always lead to strength. 
that's what I was saying earlier, isn't it? Is that when we go through things, we realize we got through that, those things. And next time this comes up or something similar, it might have a different name or it might have a different scenario, but it's very similar. And you already got through it before, so therefore you know a little better about what you could have done better the first time or you did get through it. And if it's a little harder, then it's a, lot, a little more difficult. But you still have something to back it on. This, parents, I want you to hear this. Because I think there's parents out there that are doing too much for their children. See, I was out on my own at 17. I put myself through college. I paid my own tuition. I paid my own housing, my own gas, my utilities. I had a checkbook. I, did ne- I never went into credit card debt. And I was on my own. At 17. Now, I'm not saying that to pat me on the back, but it's because of my childhood training and the things that I've been through in my life that caused me to realize the value of money and the value of delayed gratification and that there are consequences for every decision we make or we reap the rewards. My mom used to tell me that all the time. And when I was very young, I didn't understand But boy, do I understand now. And I think that as parents, as much as we want to make it easy for our kids, I know me, I want to kiss it, make it go away, even when they're older. I just want to kiss it, make it go away. I don't want them to have heartbreak. I don't want them to. But I'm thinking, no, they need to. They need to go through these things. Because how are they going to appreciate it when it's real, when it's it's the right thing? If you don't go through a lot of mush and a lot of muck, how are you going to know when it's Right. So if you don't get anything else out of this message for you parents out there that might be doing too much, your, your kids need to understand. I, you know, I went to camp when I received the Lord. I went to camp. It's another story for another day. It's in my book, Learning to Breathe. And uh, my parents couldn't afford to pay for me to go to camp. It wasn't where they chose to spend their money. But what my mom did is she taught me how to earn my own way. And she taught me how to knock door to door and sell candy-coated peanuts. And I didn't think I could do it, but I tried, and I actually made it. I did it, and I earned my own way. Do you think I appreciated that trip to camp better than if my parents would have paid for it for me? Do you think so? I can guarantee you I appreciated every moment because I earned it. And there's something to be said about that. It's just like my car. My dad gave me a shell of a car. It was a Corvair. I love that car. But I had to carpet it. I bonded it. I primed it. And then I found somebody and I paid to have it painted. But I did that. Did I value that car more than somebody that just is given a a sparkling brand new car? I think so. I think I did. Maybe not. Maybe you're one of those that really appreciates every little thing. But maybe when you have to work for something and you put your blood, sweat, and tears, just like this ministry house, two and a half years of blood, sweat, and tears. I mean, it's just so special. And it's a God dream. It's not a Sue dream. It's a God dream. And having the people that were around me to help me, I mean, laborious, laborious time, Stephen Tyson, for sure. Other people, too. Uh, I can just say that, you know, it's just um, very special. Brings tears to my eyes. Anyway, so Remember that your struggles always lead to strength. Every difficulty in your life, whether big or small, is something God will use to produce more strength. 
faith and perseverance in you if you let him. All your pain has purpose. There was a song that I learned when I was newly married. Uh, I used to sing at worship, and I used to practice kind of like karaoke at home, and my kids would listen to me sing Christian music all the time. My daughter would be on my hip, and I'd be singing Christian music all around the house. She can actually sing every single song (laughs) because she heard me sing it over and over again to try to improve my singing. And there was a song called Scars Are For Healing. Scars are for healing, and, and think about that. Scars are for healing. I mean, they leave a mark. It's just like when you have a splinter. You have to dig that splinter out in order to have healing, don't you? So sometimes we have to dig deep to get whatever's in there out, whether it's unforgiveness, shame, whatever it is, we have to dig deep to get that out of there in order to have complete healing. you got to get that splinter out of there because it's festering, it's inside there, and it won't come out by itself. So you have to get it out of there, the root of evil. You have to get that root out. And the scars are for healing. It doesn't mean that it doesn't leave a mark. The leg, I have like a zipper down my leg, and it was the same cut two times. My son says, maybe you should get a tattoo like a zipper down my leg. And maybe I should. Maybe that would be conversation piece. But it's a scar, and it is for healing, and it has quite the story of perseverance, pain, healing, just all the stories that go along with what has happened, the enduring of of the situation. And right now, I can tell you it's been uh, almost two months now, two months next week, and he said I could start dancing in two months, and I'm going to say no, that's not going to happen. And... I have to tell you, I'm in like a lot of pain and I'm having to take medication that I don't like to take because I know it does havoc. It causes havoc in my body and causes me to have fog brain. But I need it because I can't sleep and it's painful. But I know in the pain that there's healing going on inside my bones because it hurts to the bone of my leg because I have 10 holes where the screws were. I have 10 holes there. And our body is so miraculous. God is so amazing that our bones can recreate bone. So it's, it's, it's filling in those holes with new bone. And that's pretty exciting, but it hurts. It hurts. My daughter is pregnant, and she sleeps a lot. And it's because all of that energy that she usually has for doing other things is now focused on that baby in the womb. And so she's tired all the time. And you know what? I'm tired all the time because all of my energy for my body is going towards healing my leg. And I just have to know I'm in second gear. But he says, you know, you're usually at full throttle all the time. But now you're in second gear. And I have to be okay with that. And that's okay. And maybe that's where you are right now. Maybe God is doing a healing in you. And whether it's spiritual, whether it's physical, whether it's emotional, God's doing a work. And you know what? We need to just be still. Be still and know that he is God. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. And we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. Romans eight twenty eight. Number three, remember that God's timing is always perfect. It's not your timing. <laughs> I have to keep telling myself that. It's not my timing. It's God's timing. God's plans are almost always different from our plans. But his plans are always perfect. Have the patience to wait on his timing instead of forcing your own. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you 
and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. Do you know where that is? That's one of my favorite verses of all time. Jeremiah 29.11. I have that on my wall, and I just love that verse. Jeremiah 29.11. Look it up. Number four, remember that God will never leave your side. Remember at the very beginning when I said sometimes you feel like you're alone? I love that footprints poem where there's two sets of footprints and then there's only one set. And and the guy says, you know, where were you, God? There's only one set. And he goes, I was carrying you. And so many times, isn't that the truth? He's carrying us and we don't realize it. You may feel like you're going through this struggle all alone, but from the moment you ask Jesus to bring you into God's family, he will be by your side to the end, so never lose hope. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or terrified because of them. For the Lord your God goes with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Deuteronomy 31.6. Isn't that good? Oh, my gosh, that's so good. All right, so I'm going to read from... I haven't read this for a while because I always run out of time, and I didn't run out of time today, so I'm happy about that. Jesus Calling, Enjoying Peace in His Presence by Sarah Young. Try to stay conscious of me as you go step by step through this day. My presence with you is both a promise and a protection. My final statement just before I ascended into heaven was, surely I am with you always. That promise was for all of my followers without exception. The promise of my presence is a powerful protection. As you journey through your life, there are numerous pitfalls along the way. Many voices clamor for your attention, enticing you to go their way. A few steps away from your true path are pits of self-pity and despair, plateaus of pride and self-will. If you take your eyes off me and follow another's way, you are in grave danger Even well-meaning friends can lead you astray if you let them take my place in your life. The way to stay on the path of life is to keep your focus on me. Awareness of my presence is your best protection. And here's a couple scriptures that she gives. And teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you, and surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. Matthew 28, 20. And the last one here is, therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles, and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us. Let us fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy set before him endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Hebrews 12 one and two. I don't know where you are in your life, in your walk with the Lord. I don't know, but God does. And I can tell you that he's tugging at you if he feels that you're not close enough to him, that he desires, he desires a relationship with you. What does that mean exactly to have a relationship with our heavenly father? What does that mean? What that means is that anytime you have a relationship with somebody, Have you read the book, The Five Love Languages? One of those is quality time. And quality time is just that. It doesn't mean going to the movies and holding hands. It really doesn't. Quality time is when you're you're intimate with one another. You're sharing your most intimate, vulnerable, sensitive places in your heart, in your mind, just in your life. 
And when you can do that and have the safety of knowing somebody else is receiving and still loving you and uh, not betraying you and not uh, abandoning you, you can have that true, true, deep relationship. Our Heavenly Father is not going to abandon you, and he won't betray you, and he doesn't leave you high and dry. He, If anybody is going to leave the relationship, it's going to be you, and it's going to be me, because he's steadfast, and he's there, and he never sleeps. You can pray to him any time, night, or day, and he will be there for you. And you might not feel his presence, and you might not hear an audible voice, and that's okay. His word is his word, and his promises are true. And believe me, I have tested it. And I can tell you there are times when I doubt it. But I also know that through those times when I prayed to have him reveal his presence and his self to me, it happened. Not in my timing, but in his timing. Because his timing is perfect. I have gone through so many things in my life, and I'm not saying that for any other reason to let you know that whatever you're going through, you can get through this, and you can get through it with him. And if you need someone to connect with, if you need someone, please contact me. Go to Sue Fries, spelt like fries, one word, dot com. Just go on there and just give me the information like you need prayer. You need resources. Just whatever it is. I'm not going to say I have the answers because I am not all-knowing, but I will do my best to get you what you need. And I can't always, you know, I, I'm, I'm not a miracle worker, but our Heavenly Father can do miracles. And he says the faith the size of a mustard seed can move a mountain. And I heard a pastor this last weekend when I was driving, and he said, what is faith? And, you know, the the definition of faith is unyielding and never stopping. You never stop believing. Faith without works is dead, they say. You're not saved by works. You're saved by grace. But faith without works is dead. What does that mean? It means that you need to take action you need to take a step maybe it's a leap of faith but somehow the motion has to be in the direction of your beliefs and how does that happen i can tell you if you're struggling right now with everything that i'm saying and you're going oh my gosh it's good i'm i'm hearing what's being said but i'm not sure what to do next i will give you two suggestions that i think would be helpful for you one is I want you to go to Sue Free, spell like fries, one word, dot com. And I want you to go to the place that says the I am's. There's the second tile that I think that when you purchase and that's where you hear your own voice, you hear scriptures in your own voice while you're going to sleep when you're waking up and it uh, it'll transform your life. But there's another I am's, the, the new I am's. That is three sheets that are free. You can push the button, and if you have a printer, you just need to find a printer. And you can print off these I am's, and you read those every morning and every night. It's three pages. There's a lot of I am's. And what they are is the I am's is what God says about you. It's who he says you are. So if you're questioning who you are, that is like one of the biggest questions. 
when I was a teenager, I can remember being in my second story bedroom and I cried out to God and I said, God, who am I and why am I here? Why am I here? And now all these years later, we're talking, I don't know, 40, at least 40 years ago. Why am I here? I am here so that I can be on the radio. I am here so I can help people be employed and have opportunities to progress and move forward and buy a house and buy a car and help lots of people who have bug problems and short the disease situation in uh, California. I am here because I want to be an inspiration and encourager. And most of all, I want people to know the love of Christ. That's why I'm here. So be a blessing to someone each and every day. God bless you and talk to you next week. Bye. Ah, it's that time of the year when bugs multiply like crazy and start looking for a home. Your home. Ants, spiders, fleas, earwigs, termites, and a lot of other creepy crawly critters, even rats and other varmints. It's time to call Ecola Termite and Pest Control Services. They offer complete ecological pest control of rodents and insects. Ecola has one-time services, ongoing monthly services, their most popular and economical every-other-month service, and even quarterly service for occasional pest problems. Ecola keeps rats and mice out and eliminates insects in their nests. It's the most effective way, and their termite control is legendary. So call Ecola today for a free estimate of complete pest control at 877-332-BUGS. No more creepy-crawly critters like ants, spiders, fleas, earwigs, termites, rats, and other pests. Call them at 877-332-BUGS. 877-332-BUGS. E.C.O.L.A. Powerful pest control services as gentle as a butterfly. Ask about their two-year warranty. Call 877-332-BUGS.